0: You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 18, Reprogramming Your Negative Mindset with Jody. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. My name is Shanae and I'm your host. If this is your first time listening, welcome, so excited to have you, and if you're a returning listener... I appreciate you so much. Thank you all for taking the time to invest in yourself and doing it with me today. So today we have a really special episode because I am coaching one of you online here on the show. So um, in this special edition, we are talking to Jodi and you're going to hear me coach her through her mindset and teach her how her thoughts are the root of her problems. So this episode is about learning how to spot the unconscious negative thoughts that are keeping you in the patterns that you don't want to be in. Like binging, stressing, overworking, and learning how to change that so that you can become more grounded and you can create the lifestyle that is healthy, fit, and strong that you desire. So Jodi is a young, single, hardworking, and passionate mother from South Africa. She loves the outdoors and she strives to find balance in her life. Her weight loss journey has led her to look deeper into herself, which has been very challenging, she says, but she believes it'll all be worth it and that she is a work in progress. I absolutely loved coaching Jody on this episode. I think that, you know we really went deep and she was so open. She was vulnerable and she was ready to change. And, um, so listen to the show and you're going to hear me coach her through the thought model. This is the basis of my work as a life coach. This is how I help my clients, how I help you guys change your mindset. You know, you all know I'm obsessed with mindset, It all starts with your mind and the thoughts that you're thinking. So I love that you're going to get to hear this in real time and um, you'll hear me typing and that's because I'm using the whiteboard on my computer. Um, Jodi and I were on video, so you can't quite see what I'm typing, but I do say everything out loud and that's why you hear the typing on the keyboard. So we create a new thought model for her so that she can learn how to be strong and healthy without resorting back to dieting and to change her binge eating patterns and behaviors Um, We talk about how food and body image is always a symptom of something greater, control versus trust, and you'll hear her homework that I give her. So we talk about personal mantras, affirmations, and daily journaling, as well as what the reset method is. So in case you guys didn't know, I do have a 30 days to self-love and purpose journal prompt download that you guys can get. It's linked at the bottom and in that uh, download I explain to you what the journaling process should be like. And then I also have a program that is meant to help you heal your body image in food obsession using the method I created, which is called the Reset. So at the end of the episode, I do go into the a little bit to just give her the steps. She's doing the first two steps on um, really changing your lifestyle and, and getting yourself back into a healthy mindset with positive thoughts about yourself so that you can eat healthy from a place of love and exercise from a place of love without it turning into extreme dieting or restrictive diets and just hating yourself in general. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. If you did, be sure to leave a rating and review and download a few episodes while you're there also would love if you took a screenshot and posted it and tagged Jodi and I. You can find both our contact info down in the show notes so we can see and hear, you know, maybe what your biggest takeaway was. So without further ado, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, Jodi. Welcome to the show. Hi, Janae. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. So Jody comes to us from South Africa Yep, South Africa. I live in a small town called Nelsbraith. Amazing. I love how social media just connects us to people from all over the world. It's been
1: amazing to follow you and now I can finally talk to you. I'm really excited. Thank you for having me. Oh
0: my gosh, me too. So let's get straight into it. You had briefed me a little bit on Instagram about um, some struggles you were having and just kind of like how the podcast has helped you. So could you give us a little bit more background info on that? Sure, yeah.
1: Um, I went through like a very difficult uh separation mm-hmm. uh about a year ago, and through that, I found this new passion. I thought it was a passion which was gym and food and exercise and health. Mm-hmm. And it started off, it was a great distraction, and I still love it, and it's not a bad thing at all, but I think because everything else around me was kind of falling apart. Mm -hmm. It became like my main focus Mm -hmm. and I almost went to the other end of this, like it became too much. So, um, I couldn't maintain, I was exhausted. I was hungry. I was miserable. Mm -hmm. And I started realizing that this year I've met someone recently and I realized how unhappy I was and how I was staying away from social events and, um, Binging late at night because I was starving and I, mm. I thought I was happy because I had made achieved the body I always wanted but actually I found myself in a really dark place and I luckily I found you and I realized that other people go through what I went through and yeah I want to be at a place where I can exercise and eat all sorts of foods but still feel good in my body and in my mind.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm thank you so much for sharing that um where are you now like what where are you now so you figured that out that the body wasn't actually giving yeah. you that happiness so where are you mm-hmm. currently at um see I was training also I was
1: training with someone whom I love but she also she only knows one way of training mm-hmm. and that is like very restrictive dieting and so on my own, I figured out, like, I can't live my whole life like this. I can't live my life being so restrictive. It's not working for me. Mm-hmm. So I took a step back and I stopped going to gym because we weren't, we were kind of, like, bad for one another in a way. Mm-hmm. So now I, I just signed up for a marathon, actually. It's all cardio.
0: Congratulations. Um,
1: thank you. Uh, it's, it's my first marathon. I ran my first 21 kilometers on Saturday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Honestly, I've just, I do sort of have an eating plan that I want to follow, but I haven't been focusing much attention on it because I, um, every time I try, go back on a diet, Mm -hmm. um, then I find myself wanting to eat everything again. Mm -hmm. And just recently I, um, feel more calm around food. I run because it makes me feel good. Um, I'm excited because I have this goal, which is the marathon mm-hmm. so it's it's not about how much weight I've lost or whatever it's just about getting to the end of the finish line mm-hmm. and um I hope that when I feel more controlled and whatever, then I would like to go back to gym because I love gym. It makes me feel strong and it makes me feel good mm-hmm. but um I don't want to beat myself up about the way I look constantly so i'm I'm getting there, but it is tough, and I constantly do battle with negative thoughts to be honest Mm -hmm. about i have gained weight and Mm -hmm. um it's been hard Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um uh,
0: i would love to coach you through that so there's something that i teach my clients it's called the thought model And it's a way for us to navigate our thoughts, because you just said you're having these negative thoughts about yourself. And um, I want to show you so people can't see what we're doing, but you'll see what we're doing. I'm going to pull up my whiteboard and um, let's get into it. So basically, the thought model states that we have a circumstance, which is your body and your thought about your body makes that circumstance positive or negative. So your body is actually just neutral. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Awesome. Okay. So if your circumstance is your body, which is just a neutral thought, what is the thought that you're having about your body that's making it negative? I don't
1: fit into the clothes that I did fit into. I can't wear a bikini anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't like my hips, things like
0: that. I can't wear a bikini. I don't like my hips. When you think this, when you think I can't wear a bikini, how does that make you feel?
1: Disappointed and
0: like a failure, I suppose. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: When you feel like a failure, what actions or inactions happen as a result of that? I suppose
1: it makes me feel demotivated
0: when you and
1: do?
0: i eat there we go <laughs> so then you and is it kind of is it binge eating is it just a little bit of overeating or is it more I've more- been binge eating because i was
1: in such a, i was i felt out of control mhm Mm-hmm. I never had a binge eating problem until I went on this diet, this restrictive
0: diet. Mm-hmm. Me too, girl. Me too. <laughs> it is, it's really unfortunate that dieting does this to us. And I just wish there was more education. And that's kind of partly the reason why I do this is to show people like, you know, dieting can affect people in many different ways. And to the extreme, it could really hurt you. It could really, really hurt you. And when this happens, recovering from that, it's a different process than um, other people. You know what I mean? Totally. And um, I mean, I went into this
1: completely blind, like I had no experience. Um, I didn't know. No one told me that it's easy to gain back the weight. Once you, mm-hmm. you, once you lose the weight, you can gain it back. No one told me anything. I just thought like, Hey, I'm going to lose weight and then I'm going to be a success. No one yes. told me like what you go through emotionally and mentally and physically.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you binge eat, what is the result? Like what happens as a result of that?
1: It becomes a horrible cycle where I just feel super negative and upset and then I constantly I think about everything more like mm-hmm. and we get- failed. Mm-hmm. You're gonna gain weight. Mm-hmm. How could you do this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go near the fridge tomorrow for the whole day, but then I'm starving in the night again, and you know mm-hmm. it's the
0: cycle. It is a cycle. So the result of binge eating really is, is that you gain weight. Um, Even for somebody who maybe is at a really neutral weight, binge eating can also still make them gain more weight than their body is comfortable holding. So you see my whiteboard here. Your circumstance is your body. Your body is not negative or positive. It's just neutral. But the thought, I don't like my hips. I can't wear a bikini. It's causing you to feel disappointed It's causing you to feel like a failure, which then causes you to binge eat, which then causes you to gain weight. And then that result of gaining weight reinforces your thought of, I can't wear a bikini. So so you can see here that your thought directly creates that result of gaining weight for yourself. I can, yeah. And what I call this is like, it's an unconscious thought model. It's like, you're not really realizing that this is going on in your brain, but because of this thought, this is why you're having the results that you have and and the struggle. So we're going to make a new conscious thought model for you. So, um, now this is, This is why I say so often, like you have to be, you have to be really aware of what thoughts that you're thinking because your thoughts are going to directly create the results you have in your life. So if you're not happy with the results you have, you really have to take the time, do the inner work, you know, commit to journaling and commit to reprogramming your brain, which is step one in healing uh, your the, your food and body image, I have a whole thing. It's called the reset. So step one is reprogramming yeah. your brain and your body. So that's what we're going to do today. So the circumstances not change your body is your body, right? It's neither positive or negative. What new thought we can also work backwards. Like what new result do you want or what new action do you want? Let's start from there. Sometimes it's hard to think of what thoughts you want to feel <laughs> or what thoughts yeah. you want to think. What results, Jones? Yeah. What results? Can I
1: say that I would like to be fit, healthy, and lose weight ultimately. I don't know if that's negative for me or not. Um,
0: But I don't know. Yeah, I just. I'd like to. I'd like to feel fit and strong and healthy. Okay, so let's go with fit and strong. I want to feel, or let's go with strong and healthy. I want to feel strong and healthy. Um, Yeah what actions do you need to take in order to have the result of being strong and healthy?
1: I definitely need to commit to some mindfulness like journaling or meditation
0: Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. um, because I struggle with being present. Mm
0: -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. um, Daily movements Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just being more in control. I don't know how to word this, but, I just need to
0: eat in a more mindful way. Okay, let's use that one. So yeah. two things, because we want to overcome the binge eating problem. So we want to yeah. eat in a more healthier way. So what is the opposite of binge eating? Um, just
1: eating smaller portions and being aware of what you put in your on your plate.
0: Right, so kind of like let's just say eating normally. How does that sound? Yeah, just eating normally, like a normal person. You have a daughter, right? Yeah, I do. Eat like your daughter eats. You know how she doesn't. She doesn't binge eat. She eats when she's hungry. She yeah. stops when she's full. Yeah. Right. It's like eating like a kid again before we learned. So totally. food is food is always a symptom of something greater because the. Yeah. Binge, The binge eating is a result of not being happy about your body and not being happy about your body is also a symptom of something greater because there is a external validation that you're seeking, which is kind of what like threw you into gym in the first place. So it's almost as if like, how can we get you back to a place where you don't need to be a certain size to feel good about yourself? You don't need to be a certain body to feel good about yourself. But instead, what you have is a healthy lifestyle, a lifestyle where you regularly exercise, where you can go to the gym and strength train because you want to age gracefully and be a role model to your daughter, right? It's like we want to get you to that spot as just a result of just your lifestyle versus like, oh, I have to control my portions to get there or I have to eat smaller to get there. Yeah. So that's kind of like what I want for you and what I see potential in you. Like, I I really see that for you. I think you're, you're more than capable of achieving that. So yes, if we get you to eat normally, the result is, is going to be, you're going to be able to like maintain a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Totally. It's like, and what I tell all my clients is like, imagine just like stress-free, easy, um, like y- you work out because you want to, you eat healthy because you want to. There's no pressure on you to do it for a certain reason in a certain way. That's like really like the result that I strive to, to help people get to. Um, Absolutely. And I know it makes you feel good and it's,
1: it's so worth it. Yeah, it is definitely a mental thing as well.
0: It's, it's all mental. <laughs> it's the funny part. Yeah. So how do you need to feel Jody, in order to be able to have this for yourself? Calm. <laughs> um,
1: and in control. I don't know. I struggle with that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, control is an illusion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the more you say, I want to be in control, the less in control you are. Because when you say, (laughs) when you say, I want to be in control, what you're saying is I don't trust myself. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can switch that and we will talk about that because control is this thing where we think that if we eat a certain way and we look a certain way, then we can control how we appear to the outside world. We're going to be more loved. Mm -hmm. We're going to be more accepted. Um, But it's, it's a big lie because people love and accept you for how, who you are, not what you look like. Yeah, totally. I agree. So if you can just start to trust yourself and trust that you know what's best for you and that life is always happening for you, not to you, and what's meant for you will come and what's not meant for you will pass. And if you can start to live in alignment with that, um, you won't feel like you need to control everything because you know that life is happening for you and you are You are in alignment. You are doing what feels good. You're doing what's best for you, what's best for your daughter. And then the right decisions will be made from your intuition instead of having to like control it externally.
1: Yeah. Kind of just like embrace life and live it. Exactly. Be
0: present because the present is all we have. If you can be Mm -hmm. present and be mindful and, and be in gratitude every single day, those days will equal out to your future. But if you're so constantly worried about the future and what's going to happen and trying to control what has not yet happened, you're not actually being present and being grateful and for what you have right now. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Yeah. So what thoughts do you need to have that are going to create a feeling of calm for you? I think... Gratitude, positivity,
1: Mm -hmm. thankfulness, and maybe just, um, I don't know, thoughts of being in the moment, living in the moment. How can you be grateful for your body today? I have a healthy body. I can wake up every day and move by choice. Um which is really lucky, and I am grateful for that.
0: Does that help you feel calm? It does. So you have your new thought model here. Our circumstance is the same. It's your body, but now your thought around your body is different. Instead of thinking to yourself, I can't wear a bikini or I don't like my hips, you can now think to yourself, I have a healthy body that I can move by choice. That's going to change yeah it's gonna trigger you to feel yeah. more calm when you feel more calm you're gonna eat normally right yeah. you're gonna it's gonna be less stress, less reaction, more um present, more grounded, which then is gonna give you a result of maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Wow, thank you. <laughs> love it I love this stuff This yeah. is my favorite <laughs> so if you can take a screenshot of this so that you can um remember this and your yeah and your job now is um have you downloaded the the journal prompts that i have recently published
1: i have yeah but okay. i haven't i must commit to it in a bit of more um disciplined way to be honest yeah mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: i have been trying but yeah. not every single day
0: yeah You know what? If you're trying, that's all that matters. Um, Yeah. So you know in the portion where I put the I am, like the intentions? Yeah. That's where you can write this down. I have a healthy body. I am able to move my body daily. And what we want to do, so self-love has many different tiers and many different levels. And right now you're kind of at the bottom level where you don't really love your body, right? You're at a space right now where you're still – kind of at war with it and you wished it wouldn't look this way and you feel like maybe it betrayed you because you lost weight and I gained it all back and you feel like you just can't trust yourself. So we want to move up the tears And from, from down here where it's a little bit like self-loathing, we just want to move to neutral. Once you can be okay. good with neutral, then we can move to love. So if I were to have you put down, I love my body. Like, would you believe that thought? No, right. I I will try. I will try. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's the catch 22 with the thought model is that you need to believe the thought because our thoughts are going to trigger our feelings, our feelings are going to trigger our our actions. So if you can't believe the thought, then you're not actually going to get the action that you're looking for. So is that where the repetition comes in? Yes exactly okay exactly and that's where the daily journaling helps and the repetition even like writing it out on um i do this thing where seven post-it notes (laughs) i don't know if you listen to that show but i talked about um if you know the jingle and the tune to your favorite commercial because you've seen that commercial like millions of times but you don't know the jingle and tune of your own (laughs) personal mantras we got a problem (laughs) yeah so make your, So let's create your own mantra, your own little jingle. And part of that is I have a healthy body that I can move daily. I'm grateful for the body that I have. It affords me to be able to work, to be able to provide for my daughter, to be able to provide for my life and to be of service and love in, the, in this life that I live now. And so that's your own little mantra. You can write it on seven different post-it notes, put it everywhere. I recommend putting it as the background of your phone. Like I have something. mine. Yeah, yeah, I write it. I write it on a um, note notes and the notes app, and then I screenshot and put it as a background. So every time I look at my phone, I remember. So um, part of mine says, "I love my life, and I'm making it even better every day." And the more people I help, the more happy I am. That's like my own little mantra to myself. Um, so, so cool! Yeah, yeah. So it's super <laughs> helpful. Um, so daily journaling. I'll do that, and, and I will
1: commit to journaling.
0: Yay! And um,
1: yeah. I will yeah it's so important that I do remember I am so lucky that I can move my body by choice and eat healthy foods because my body deserves healthy foods and mm-hmm. I definitely need to get back into that place where I think like that and yeah, yeah I'm so glad you reminded me of that. Yeah. And um yeah I I never would have started journaling if I didn't find you so I'm so glad that I did.
0: Oh, I'm so grateful too. I'm so happy for (laughs) you. So to give you like the steps, the step one is to reprogram just your brain and your body image, how you feel about yourself and getting you to a place of neutrality and then to a place of love. But for right now, it's just being grateful for the body you have and, and learning that like you have a body and it's okay to have legs, to have a stomach. Um, From there, I want you to think about learning how to eat like you love yourself, which I think you are getting towards, the abundance mindset, um, like nourishing your body. And then so it's reset. Yeah. Yeah. And then the S is then learning self-acceptance. That's like the next stage. And self-acceptance is really like forgiving yourself, accepting that this is where you are at now so that you can then make positive momentums forward. And then the last two are the emotions and like self-compassion. It's really just learning how to manage your emotions, learning how to um, be in charge of your thoughts and how you feel, which is the thought model that you now know. And then the last, the T reset is training, (laughs) strength training. So once you do this marathon and once you get back into a little bit better of a place with the gym, I highly, highly encourage you to start going back, um, start with two times a week. And the one caveat is your only goal is to get strong. Okay. That's how I want you to start to approach.
1: Yeah.
0: It sounds so, it sounds exciting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like starting to look at the number on the bar how much you're lifting versus the number on the scale and really letting the scale go and and knowing that it doesn't matter how much you weigh you were the leanest you probably ever been. And you were still unhappy, right? I was so unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I kind of let it control me. And um, I did recently, I moved last month and I just threw my scale away and my mindset has I mean, I was in a really bad place. Oh my so gosh, I'm so proud it, of you. Just from not being on the scale, I feel, I mean, I'm not hundred percent, but I feel better.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, can we just like not allow scales to be made anymore? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, um, I'm going
1: to have to do like my annual GP visit, you know, for my medical aid or whatever, but and on the
0: scale, but, um. It's okay. I'll, I'll do it. So you me. do it. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. It's just data. I'm mean, like the heaviest I've ever weighed. It's just I, data. Yeah. It's just data. It doesn't really mean anything about you. <laughs> I mean, especially because we know that if you if you move the scale to different parts of the house, you weigh different amounts. Right. <laughs> so it's never accurate.
1: Um can I ask you something? You've, I've, you've spoken about the abundance mindset. I've listened to your podcast uh-huh. and um, one of the things you always talk about is leaving food on your plate. Yeah. And I don't know why maybe you have insight, but I struggle to leave food on my
0: plate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know why it's most likely because even you still are emotionally restricting yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like even though you are allowing yourself to not eat off a meal plan and maybe you're doing the one, four, three method and you're eating balanced meals, but somewhere in the back of your mind, you're still restricting yourself. You're still using food as a means to control what your body looks like. Yeah. So do you think that even though
1: it's hard, I should really just try leave a little bit of food on the plate. Do you think that it, in the long yes. term it would fall? Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, when you see food left on your plate and you're okay to let it go, it is literally retraining your mind that you are not in a restrictive state, that you are no longer restricting your food intake to control your body, and that you know that there is always more food at the next meal. There's always more food tomorrow okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Yay. I hope that helps. Yeah. And it's, it's so common. And especially when you've been like on a meal plan, because really when you're on a meal plan, um, like you don't have more food. <laughs> like exactly. Once you eat your last meal of the day, you're like, damn it, that's it. Like I, my said I can't have more. <laughs> this, little, this little piece of paper said I can't have more food. I can't believe that I actually did that
1: for so long.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's yeah. also just proof to you though like how dedicated you are like you are such a dedicated ambitious driven woman and let's take all that energy that you had previously put into food and exercise and put it into your dreams and your goals and your aspirations and like whatever you want to achieve next yes I'm ready to do that
1: yeah. absolutely yeah I think it's so yeah.
0: It's so important to recognize those qualities in you, like those qualities that maybe drove us to be a little bit too obsessed and it did create some negative impact. There are still really great things about those qualities. You know I mean? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's why it's probably hard for you to leave food on your plate. It's the meal plan that you followed for so long. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, there's still some I'm going emotional- to give it a go. <laughs> oh, my God, take a picture and tag me. <laughs> I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, are there any other questions you have or any other ways that I can support you before we wrap up today?
1: Um, no, I think we've, we've covered a lot, and I really appreciate you Yeah, talking me through. I'm going to journal. I'm going to go through that thought process, and I'll stay in touch with you.
0: Yay. And then before we wrap up, is there any word of advice that you have to anybody listening? I mean, like there's probably another woman who's just like you listening on the other end. What would you like to say to her?
1: I think that it's so great to take care of your body and your health, Mm -hmm. but don't let it control your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Just remember that um, if you're tired, you deserve to rest. Mm-hmm. if you want to treat yourself every now and then you deserve that and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as you start feeling like food is controlling you or you're waking up every morning when you just need a little bit more sleep, then you, you can take a break and that's okay. I'm not saying that you shouldn't look after your body. We all should, cause we owe ourselves that, but um, just be kind to yourself. <sighs>
0: I love that. I love that. That is your highest self, girlfriend, right there. Yay. Well, thank Thank you, Shanae. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Guys, everybody listening, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you'd like to connect with Jodi, you can find her on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Can people come find you? uh, It's my name and my surname, um, at Jodi Weinstein. Okay, I'll have it all connected down to the show notes. So if you guys learned a thing or something resonated with you, I really, really encourage you to reach out to Jodi and I and just let us know. Um, it's very courageous of her to come on this show and share her stories. So I'm so thankful for her to help all of us because this helps us all. We all have the same problems like we are not alone we're never alone and the more that we can come together as Jodi heals I heal as I heal she heals as we we heal we heal collectively with each other and so we're never in this alone so reach out if anything resonate with you guys and I'll see you next week thank you guys for tuning in I hope you have an amazing day